0: hello everyone welcome back to the learn how to retire safe podcast i am your host kevin along with the rest of the retire safe interns lila
1: hi everyone i'm lila i'm the communications intern at retire safe and next is maria hi
2: everyone my name is maria i am one of the public policy interns
0: i think you are (laughs) (laughs)
3: Yes. Yes, yeah, that's what she, we go by.
0: She hesitated. <laughs> You all know I'm Kevin, another public policy intern here at Retire Safe, And today we have our fourth intern, Catherine. I'm finally
3: here. Um, very excited to be here. My name is Katherine Pinney. I am also a public policy intern and I go to Westfield State University. I'm a political science and economics major. Um, a fun fact is that I'm class president of my grade at my college.
0: Ooh, just a
3: little thing. Wow, she's what does that mean? Um, So there's student government association, and each grade like has its own student government and class council, and I'm the class president. I like ran. It was a whole thing. It was exciting. Oh wow, that's so cool. My school does not have that. We just we just have a one big student government.
0: Mm. <laughs> A quick fun fact, I actually lost uh, my class race three times. Oh,
1: (laughs) my God, Kevin, I'm sorry. uh,
0: It's fine, it's fine.
1: That's okay, Kevin, you're the leader of this podcast.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That is very true, that is very true. Now, for our listeners, uh, welcome back. This week, we have a brand new topic for you. This week, we're going to talk about scams. And to help you with that, Maria is going to take it away.
2: Yes, so I don't know if you know, but COVID has been also um, material for people to do scams. So, um, some scams that people are doing for COVID is the vaccine. So, if they say, oh, you can be on this list and you're going to get the vaccine first, that's not true. Um, Testing for COVID. So, we all know. Testing for COVID, getting tested is free, but these what these people are doing is they're um, giving some kind of um, home test, and we know the CDC has one, but these they 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 will ask you for um, information that are not relevant for the testing, like your card information or your um, legal status or something like that. Um, the early stimulus check. So people will say, oh, if, you know, we we can give you an early check or like we're going to put you on a list so you can get the stimulus check first. And um, some cures and remedies for COVID or like, oh, yes, they sell this oil, this aromatherapy or this medicine, this remedy that will prevent you from having COVID or If you already had COVID, they say, oh, this is going to help you um, to recover faster. And also people are doing scams to donate to fake or questionable um, charities or companies or organizations that aren't um, legal.
0: So uh, that's a lot, really. I didn't even think there could be that many different scams, all related to pretty much the same thing, too. So, uh, what what can what can our listeners like look out for? You know, what can they do?
2: Well, first of all, we all have to know that the CDC, your Department of Health, your local um, health department, and everything will not ask you for any type of financial support they will not ask for money and they like you don't have to pay anything everything is free they will not ask for social security number or financial information information either Um, they don't need that information so we have to know that the Department of Health will call you. They will not send anybody else, any other type of people to contact you.
1: I just want to add one thing. Um, basically, if I want to put it in plain, even plainer words than what Maria just said, never ever give out your bank account information. I know that sounds super simple, but believe it or not, a lot of people will give out their information and it's cuz like they don't know any better and or they're not really tech savvy or they're not really exposed to social media so people target these these people and then they give out all their information and social security number but yeah big big um what's the word big um warning do not give out your bank account or credit card yeah. number or social security number mm-hmm.
0: yeah I know that some people may think if someone calls you with enough confidence to ask you straight up for your bank account information it may sound like they're either legit or you know it may not sound like such a bad idea of course but yeah no like lila said you should never just freely give out your bank information regardless
2: and um also it's important that The CDC, again, and the Department of Health are not having any type of waiting list that you can be to get the vaccination before, or to get tested before anybody else.
0: Yes, um, there is a waiting list, but you do have to pre-register for it. So if you know you haven't pre-registered for any wait lists, and somebody says that they can put you on the wait list, just know that that is likely a scam. Most wait lists are online and you have to actually put in all your information uh, through your official health department website.
2: Another information that they're not gonna ask is your immigration status. Legit contact tracers or um, any other kind of official, um, they they don't need and they won't ask this information. They will not ask your um immigration status
0: yeah that's such an interesting question i don't think anybody really asks about that uh, not that i know of
2: yes and how lila said some people are not um tech savvy and they don't know how to like social media works and like facebook or instagram and they just see advertisement and they just click to download something because they're gonna get um vaccine or they're going to get covid tested or they're going to get a stimulus check or whatever else but there's no do not click on any link to download anything from your email from facebook from instagram from twitter you don't have to download download anything good to know good to know
0: So, um, I also guess we should touch on, you know, if anyone asks you to pay out of pocket for anything, you know, you should never really have to pay up front, especially not over the phone. Uh, I know that sometimes, you know, doctors or, you know, uh, doctors are for medications. Of course you'll end up paying, but normally you'll get payment after the service or when you have proof that your medications are ready. Most of the time, if somebody's calling you and saying, hey, uh, you can pay to get this remedy or, or, you know, or to get the shot or anything, you should probably be a lot more skeptical. Most of the time, your medical insurance will cover these. And even if they don't, uh, typically no one will ask for those types of things. This goes with the banking information we've covered earlier. People won't typically ask for those over the phone unless that is absolutely you you should never give that unless you're absolutely sure of who you're talking to they give you some form of credentials you have advanced knowledge or you're doing this in person
2: mm-hmm. yes and we do not have any kind of cure for covid or kind of like prevention besides wearing masks keeping your social distance and and wash your hands. We don't have any remedy, any kind of, you know, plants or medicine, drugs to really prevent or cure besides the vaccine, um, the COVID vaccine.
1: Um, I just wanna add another thing. That's a good point, Maria, because, so I know a lot of my friends, like they're also Asian like me, and they're telling me that their parents are telling them to like eat onions, drink hot water, because then it <laughs> will prevent COVID. And mm-hmm. there's a lot more, um, what is this, like home remedies that people are coming up with and mm-hmm. they think that, well, it'll fix or it'll prevent you from getting COVID. But mm-hmm. to be quite honest, COVID doesn't discriminate against anybody. I mean, you could still be eating onions, drinking hot water, and you could still get COVID. <laughs> I'm sorry to say it.
0: <laughs> yes, that's something I'll, I'll say to our listeners. You know, even though sometimes somebody may give you a remedy in good faith, always be kind of skeptical of these remedies. Mm-hmm. While it may not necessarily be a scam, it may not necessarily be safe either.
2: Mm-hmm. It's important to mention that okay, you need uh, like a healthy diet to, you know, to you, bol- to, uh, to boost your immune system, but. That doesn't, that doesn't say that you're not going to get COVID. You, you can get COVID still if you have a healthy diet. Yes.
0: Yeah, so if anybody comes to you with cures or remedies or special diets, remember mm-hmm. to scrutinize them quite well because they're not all going to always help if they help at all. Now, another especially, thing... Oh, continue, Sorry, on.
1: I was going to say, like, especially if it's not... Um, mentioned on the CDC website or anything like that, then it's likely just rumors that's going on within like their social network.
0: Yes, I agree. Always check the CDC or Health and Human Services website or your State Department of Health, which you can just type in your state and Department of Health and it should take you directly to the site. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, be aware of not giving out your Social Security number to people over the phone or putting it into any strange forms online mm-hmm. of course this goes hand in hand with the ads that we talked about if you click on a strange ad and it begins asking for bank details social security numbers or any kind of weird questions like your immigration status definitely just close that window right away
2: mm-hmm. yeah it's very good that the federal communications commissions um, their website has a lot of information about COVID scams, and they even have um, a per capita basis on um, states that have been hit harder by COVID scams. So the top five are Maine, Massa- Massachusetts, Washington, Washington, D.C., um, Hawaii, and Rhode Island.
0: Well, it seems South Carolina escaped.
2: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> same with Florida.
0: But yes if you're in any of those states definitely to do take extra precaution remember these scams can be done online or over the phone and i don't know about in person maria have you heard of any in-person scams
2: i have not i just know that since everything is pretty much online and with the phone so um they're they're doing it through the mostly the phone and websites and social media.
0: Hmm, I see. So uh, I guess also, what do people do if they are scammed? You know, uh, Obviously, even with all of these precautions if people don't know beforehand, or if they decide to disregard the precautions, or even if they're just tricked, some scams do look very legitimate. Uh, what are they to do?
2: Well, there is sadly not much that you can do because, you, you know, you they already have your information, but you should report it to um, the Department of Health, F- FBI, and don't be scared to go and report it to them because sometimes we're scared of, oh, what's going to happen? Then they're going to just like do something bad, you know, to me, to my family, but honestly do not hesitate to report it to the officials um your local officials or fbi you can go to their website and they have um, a very good guidance on how you should report that
3: um yeah and just to specify so the department of health and human services if you're going to report it you can report it online or to the phone number 800 hh S T I P S and the numbers for that are 800-447-8477.
0: Yes, and the website for that if you're more of an online person is gov And again, that's gov Uh, Lila, would you mind giving them the FBI hotline? Of
1: course. So the FBI hotline is 1-800-CALL, that's C-A-L-L-FBI, and the website for that is ic3.gov.
3: And if something sounds a little shady, just submit a report if you have a second you don't have to wait until it's already gone too far and you've been scammed if it sounds a little off always err on the side of reporting it and then if it's a legitimate thing the report will go away
0: yes and also there's more information on the ftc website if you go to ftc.gov forward slash coronavirus forward slash scams where you can find out more about these scams so one thing that i've already kind of covered that i would like to just make sure that our listeners know about is the pre-registration for the COVID 19 vaccine now there are some departments where you can pre-register and if you go to your uh state department of health they should have a covid19 vaccine webpage now if you go here they'll have a few options you can find vaccination locations testing locations and more information about the vaccine as well as the different phases of the vaccine rollout so you can find out if you are eligible for the vaccine at the current time if you're not eligible then you shouldn't be filling out the form but if you are eligible i do recommend you fill out the form to try and get on the wait list however just know that you will receive an official correspondence from your department of health if you are selected any phone calls that say Anything otherwise should be disregarded. And you can again find all this information on the FTC website, as well as more instructions on how to pre register and what will happen after you pre register on your State Department of Health's website.
1: I actually have a kind of funny story to share about someone that I know who got scammed but wasn't related to COVID, but I thought it'd be important to share anyways.
0: I think you should share it for the listeners. Who knows? Maybe Yeah,
1: so so it's my grandma. She was talking to somebody on Facebook. And this person is like from the Middle East or something like that. I'm not sure where, but she genuinely believes like this person is is in love with her. She's never met him before. But he would just tell her, like, I love you, blah, blah, blah. And then he asked her to send him $10,000 so that way he can go visit her.
0: Oh, no.
1: Oh, and no. you Yeah, and you know what? She sent it. Oh. She sent the money. Oh no. No way.
0: Yes, that's actually something we didn't really <laughs> talk about, is social media scams.
1: <laughs> yeah, so even if you think someone loves you and they're saying that they can get you on the list for the COVID vaccine or whatever, don't believe them. Ain't nobody love you if they never met you. I mean, maybe they do, but that's just like, <laughs> that's just me. <mean, laughs> that's just me saying that as a warning because my grandma literally sent ten thousand dollars to somebody that she was only talking to for less than a month and she genuinely believed that they were in love and even though they never met he convinced her like send me this money and i'll come visit you i don't think he's ever going to come visit us i don't think he's my new grandpa (laughs) like you know what i mean so be aware guys (laughs) and take care of your family because they could be vulnerable like you might think oh this is too obvious these these warnings are too obvious obviously i'll never get scammed but you never know that your family or your older grandparents not saying like a lot of older people will get scammed but this is just like me trying to warn people that like anybody can get scammed and i think you should protect your family and friends from getting scammed as well you never know they might be sending money to other people
0: i agree i agree 100 percent.
1: yes thank you for sharing that
2: layla Mm -hmm. Yes. I wanted to
1: share it so badly this entire time because I thought it was a funny story. How like how so much money went to someone that we don't even know.
0: Goodness. Well, I hope that uh, there was some form of. Did Did you at least were you able to report the scam?
1: I mean, all of my aunts and like even my dad and all of her children were basically trying to tell her, like, don't send the money. Why are you sending money to someone we don't even know? And she was like, oh, like, you know, he loves me though, ha ha. (laughs) So I don't think we could have prevented it because she really wanted to do it. And we kept saying like she shouldn't. Mm
3: -hmm. But
1: yeah, I just think, you know, it's easy to think that someone's in love with you when they're just like convincing you that much.
0: Uh Yeah. Well, listeners, I hope you heed our warnings and don't end up in the same situation. (laughs) The same thing can apply to individuals that say that they love you or um, sometimes that you might spend time with, it just depends. But definitely always look out for the warning signs that we've given you today.
1: Yes, no sending $10,000 to anybody.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes,
1: yes, please.
0: Exorbitant amounts of money are oftentimes common among scams. So definitely pay attention to how much money uh, I don't they're recommend. You s- yes, if they're asking for money at all, I would typically say be skeptical. But especially if they're asking for high amounts of money, a uh, $100 or more, like any amount is too much to give to a scammer. But, yes,
1: and never fall in love because so they'll scam you.
0: so
3: so maria
0: sorry i was
3: just gonna say i know we talked about um how to report scams and like the phone numbers and websites and things but if that's a little too troublesome it is also a possibility to reach out to your phone company or to ask a family member to help you block the phone number as well as like filter out suspected spam calls um most smartphones can do that nowadays so they wouldn't even come through um so that's always a possibility as well
0: that's really helpful yes, absolutely well maria is there anything else we should know about the the world of scams right now
2: i think just be very cautious about what you see on the internet, what you see on um, what phone calls you're getting, and just do not trust anything that is not related to the CDC or to the to your local health department. Remember, you're not gonna pay any money to get vaccinated. You're not gonna be on any list. The same with testing, testing is free no waiting list whatsoever and no one is gonna nobody nobody's gonna ask you for your social security for your immigration status or for any personal information like that
0: i agree and also uh i think just as a small uh, as a small note rapid tests are uh, typically tests that are advertised as rapid tests beforehand will cost money, but typically they'll give you the test first, then you will pay and typically you'll have your results within a day or two. But just also know that most tests will actually advertise that and you'll have to go and get these tests in person. You won't be getting information about them over the phone.
2: I want to add something to that because today I got tested and it was a rapid test. And we didn't have to, I know, long story, but I was being, I was quarantined because I was supposed to somebody that didn't want to wear a mask. So, um, yes, I've been quarantined the past week, but I got tested today in a rapid test and we didn't have to pay any money. We just went to the place, to the county. Um, It was like a community center. And we went there, we just filled out a form, and they tested us. And then after like 30 minutes, we got tested, we got our results.
0: Wow, well, there you mm-hmm. go. Freeze. Yeah. Some, sometimes. And I don't have COVID, guys. Well, that's good yes. to know. I'm really glad about that, Maria.
3: Um, I wanted to share a specific Um, scam that I had found on the web and essentially the Social Security Administration had posted an alert that um, there were scams going around that benefit payments could be suspended or decreased due to office closures related to the COVID pandemic and any call text or letter that offers to maintain regular social security benefit payments if you make a new another payment it's fake so please Mm -hmm. report it ignore it anything
0: yes well thank you for that katherine i didn't know that
2: one yeah thank you i didn't know that either
0: Mm. well yes I definitely hope that all of our listeners stay safe out there. Uh, COVID has given scammers kind of a new uh, lease on life. It seems uh, a lot of people are worried about either having COVID or getting the vaccine. And so this time is kind of uh, rife with them. So I hope everyone out there is staying safe. Uh, is there anything that anyone has to say before we finish up?
2: Stay safe. Don't fall
3: in love. <laughs> I will say, stay safe and wear a mask. Uh, stay okay. safe. Don't respond to calls or texts you don't know. Don't give out any information. <laughs> and have fun where you can. Wow.
0: Well, that's all good information, everyone. Listeners, I hope you enjoyed the Learn to Retire Safe podcast, episode two. Uh, we will actually be coming back in the month of March, where we will begin posting our 30 days of tips and tricks on our social media pages, uh, to celebrate the 30th anniversary of RetireSafe. So I hope you all will take it, uh, take some time to go to our social media. We have Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Facebook, (laughs) uh, just about everything. So Hopefully, you'll take some time to go peek your head over there and see what we've got going on outside of the podcast. Again, we have our webinar series coming up, and we hope you'll join us for that as well. Anyways, we have been the interns of Retire Safe, and we hope you enjoyed listening. Bye-bye. Bye bye.
3: Bye.